Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. To spirit school. Today I really wanted to talk about clairsentience. So clairsentience is receiving psychic and medium mystic information through the subtle energy of clear feeling. Because as far as I know of it and my experience with it is around clear feeling. It's that clair, clairsentience, clear feeling. So I really wanted to talk about clairsentience today from a mediumship development perspective um, because I think anyone who's on the development journey will want to get to know and develop and fine-tune this ability. Um, In my experience, uh, for the past two, three years, I have really identified with being a clairsentient um, because a lot of what spirit brings to me is a lot of emotions, feeling um, through different faculties in my own body, but through that clairsentience ability. So if you're on my YouTube page, you will see my cat behind me (laughs) meowing away. Um, So one thing I really wanted to say around clairsentience as well is it is my strong belief that everyone is clairsentient. Um, Everyone has the ability of clairsentience, especially at that psychic level. We can all walk into a room and get a vibe and get a feeling. Uh, You know, even as children, we can walk into a room with our parents and kind of get the feeling that maybe they just had a fight or something came up. Um, You know, one thing that came to my awareness before was I had a friend who was going through a horrible breakup and every time I went around her I would get a headache and that was my clairsentience ability that empathic ability picking up on her vibes and her um you know the sadness that she was feeling at that time so clairsentience is something that we all have and we are all definitely born with and depending on the path that we choose if we choose to develop it further so it can get stronger and more information can come through it. So I gave you some examples that I think um, clearly demonstrate what everybody has, whether you are interested in intuition or not. Um, We all have that ability. Um, Clairsentience from a mediumship perspective is something that you gotta get to know. Um, You know, one of the first things, a very foundational piece of uh, mediumship is being able to sense spirit. And that sensing comes through that clairsentience and that feeling. You know, I think a lot of mediums work like this, where you will feel a spirit, you will feel if they're male or female, and then more information evolves from there. Um, So that clairsentience is, as a foundation, a very good place to start when you're working on your spiritual development. Now, because um, we are working with the clear feeling part of our energy bodies, a lot of it is also tied down to emotions. So if you are a moon worshiper like me, we know that the moon, grandmother moon, rules our emotions. So a lot of our clairsentience might ebb and flow with the um, natural rhythms of grandmother moon. So I am a huge believer in um, tracking your emotions, your sleep, your creativity levels, even how strong um, and clear your readings are with that in rhythm of Grandmother Moon cycles. So I have developed a moon tracking sheet. I have one under new development, um, which will be available under uh, my other business name, which I do with one of my friends, Christy Pike, um, Matriarch Moon. So keep an eye out on Instagram and information for that. But if you want a moon tracker sheet that I have developed and have been using myself for a few years, just email me at squamishmedium at icloud.com 
and I will happily send you one. Um, so really getting used to how your emotions work with the natural rhythms of Grandmother Moon is a really good way to start as well because as you walk around and start picking up clairsentience emotions, sometimes you'll be able to like sense like, okay, like I know it's a full moon and my emotions are a little bit spiking right now. So maybe this is me. Another thing that people who are naturally strongly clairsentient need to be careful about is um, the emotions that they can pick up from others. Again, we definitely go towards the empathic abilities with this Claire. Um, you know, one of the biggest learnings and lessons I've had as a developing medium has been around picking up other people's emotions. Of course, when I'm in a sitting situation, that's bound to happen. I do a ton of protection work um, to make sure that I can feel so much that I can be of service, but then release the rest when um, I no longer need to feel that information. I will get more into detail on that after. But, you know, I will go to a busy place and all of a sudden I'll just feel like sick or bummed out and I have to actually ask myself is this mine is this emotion is this feeling is this um, mood that I'm picking up actually mine and I, I swear if you start asking yourself that a little bit more consciously when you're out you might actually get a lot of clarity those who are like you know empathic but not quite wakening up to that ability yet um, so you have to be mindful of that um, one exercise I really like to do to make sure I'm not picking up other people's stuff is to just kind of bring my aura in. You know, it's like really envisioning my aura. If you can't see your own aura color or perceive it, then just give it one. And so it is. Um, use white as a default is always like my recommendation. And you can imagine how far it's expanded out. And then you just want to visualize bringing it in a bit. And that way you can like put yourself in like this little bubble so you're not picking up everybody's stuff while you're kind of out and about. Um, that's one of my favorite tips to use for anyone who's working in clairsentience as well. And when it comes to our chakra system, the clairsentience is really connected to that sacral chakra. So that, that orange, that color orange that sits just above the pelvis and just below the belly button. And that sacral chakra um, is really around our creativity and our ovaries and our reproductive system, even our blood sugars. Um, emotionally, it rules our sensuality and our emotions, our femininity, um, our abilities to enjoy and let go. And so when that energy center is balanced, um, we're sensual, we're compassionate, we're forgiving and gentle and even relaxed. And then we, we find that um, sacral chakra energy center imbalanced. You might find yourself with low libido or depression, emotionally withdrawn or unstable. You may find yourself to be fearful or insecure, irritable and controlling, right? The opposite of let go is like you need to control everything. So if you are feeling this as a very sensitive person and somebody who's clairsentient, you'd want to do some really good um, healing exercises around making sure that that sacral energy center is like balanced and nourished. So you can use healing crystals like carnelian and amber and tiger's eye and citrine. Um, I would just put a crystal on that energy center and lay on my bed and just like breathe deeply into it absorbing that um, crystal energy. Essential oils for this area are like neroli, which is one of my favorite essential oils. It's so expensive, but it's like two bucks a drop or something bananas, but it's really good for people who are in grief or shock. Um, orange, who doesn't love orange? And that is extremely affordable. Sandalwood and ylang ylang. So again, you can use these oils by making a little tincture, just putting some, um, you know, whether you want to use like grapeseed oil or another type of carrier oil and then the essential oil and just rub some on that energy center. 
or you can diffuse it or make yourself a spray. There's no wrong way to use these spiritual tools. I just wanted to offer them. So we know now that the clairsentience is really tied to that sacral chakra energy area. So if you do find yourself overwhelmed with emotion and overwhelmed, and whether that's due to the moon cycles or that you're just picking up other people's stuff while you're out and about, know that you have these spiritual tools to try to like bring that back into balance and then doing that aura work as well. So now when it comes to mediumship, because what I was just speaking was more empathic, more psychic, when it comes to mediumship, it can be quite interesting. Um, early on in my development, I definitely did focus on clairvoyance because I thought mediumship was all around clairvoyance. It's like, what do I see? What do I see? What do I see? But I found for some reason with me that when I would give people the information that I was seeing, it wasn't incredibly accurate or understood. And that doesn't mean spirit was giving me the wrong information. It's just that that clair area, the clairvoyance, I hadn't quite fully developed it yet. So what I did find was that there was more accuracy and resonance when I was speaking to through spirit to my sitter on clairsentience information. So clairsentient information will be around like a personality. Um, it will be like an emotion. Like you'll feel like, wow, I'm with somebody who is really happy. Or, you know, I was with somebody who, um, you know, definitely had two sides to them. I can actually feel that for some reason. I can feel that in my heart and in my stomach and in my gut, um, their personality traits. So that's the um, energy center that you'll pick that up from. I will also be sitting in mediumship readings and all of a sudden my left arm will go numb and tingly. Um, and I have a few signs with that, but more or less it's around a stroke. Like I will actually feel my, my arm go numb. And that is also clairsentience ability, even though I'm picking it up very physically, and I will. Um, that's through that clairsentient field. Uh, another thing I typically get too, and this is kind of funny, and I hope it doesn't offend anyone, but I will like literally become like a bundle of nerves. And I am not a nervous person typically at all. And I will become a bundle of nerves and I will like break into hives and I'll be like choking on my words. And um, that's a clairsentient way that spirit gets through to me that I either A, have uh, an apology for my sitter or my sitter may not be expecting to hear from this person because there may be some unresolved issue. So I feel nervous approaching like, oh, I don't know if they want to hear from me, but here we go. Um, or if I'm dealing with Catholic. <laughs> and I say that very funny because, you know, I, being First Nations, my grandmother grew up in residential schools. And so she had, like, she was a devout Catholic until she passed because of that, um, you know, assimilation process that Canada had. But uh, so what I have found with spirit early on was that a lot of Catholics come through having to tell me that they're Catholic because the mediumship connection isn't something that they would have necessarily have um experienced or believed in or would have partaken in while they were here due to their faith. And I totally get that. So they come across quite nervous. And that's a really clear and smart way, an intelligent way that spirit gets that message through to me. And again, that's through my clairsentience because I felt it physically on my body. I felt that nervousness. Um, and so what I have found through the personality, I can feel if somebody's man or female through my clairsentience. I can sense spirit even coming near. I'll get shivers on a very concentrated part of my body. Um, I also have a, a sign with my guide. I know I talked about this, I think, in the second or third episode on how to get that deeper connection with your spiritual guide and your spiritual team. So I have a clairsentient um, sign from my spirit guide that they're very much around me. Um, and so clairsentience is really beautiful. 
Now, you know, you might want to play with this. If you are developing as a medium or if you are developing as even a card reader, you will use clairsentience in these abilities. So you will have a sitter with you. And even if you aren't working mediumistically, you will be able to pick up and perceive what your sitter may be feeling. Um, I think there's a lot of ethics around this. I never am open when I'm out. I never do like drive-by readings um, like you see on TV. And I never do um, like, you know, if I'm getting a healing session from somebody, I'm not therefore trying to pick up information off them. I don't work like that. And I think it's actually kind of rude and invasive. Um, so that's not part of my um, teachings or beliefs. But if somebody is sitting with you for the purpose of getting a reading, you can get a lot of information through the clairsentience. I had a reading the other day with this woman who was incredibly empathic, uh, like way more empathic than I would ever consider myself to be. So I could actually feel all the physical experiences that she has because spirit made me feel them too. Because for some reason, if I feel like if I were to see them or hear them or know them, I might not get um, to the point fast enough. So I think that's why spirit actually uses my clairsentience because I've developed it so much and I trust it. On the flip side, and this is very, very, very important, on the flip side of clairsentience is that energy sickness. Um, and so I have a whole episode dedicated to energy sickness because this was like a real issue in my development in my first few years was around that feeling and overfeeling and then becoming drained. So the flip side of being clairsentient is actually feeling too much and getting drained. Um, like you would get physically sick if you were 100% empathic all the time, not grounding, not holding your boundaries. Um, you know, boundaries might include, and I mentioned this in this last episode, so go back if, you, if you're more interested in it, but, you know, I would do readings too long or I would do too much or I would sit with people whose need was so great that, um, my desire to try to meet that need would just deplenish me. Um, and so all I could feel that need and I could feel my need of wanting to meet that need and I would get completely drained. So sometimes, and you have this ability, and I maybe I've talked about this in the last episode, I don't remember, but you know, I have boundaries with spirit and I have this like faith and ability and all my other clairs now where um, I will say I didn't sleep well last night. I had a really emotional morning with my children. I feel like if I work with my clairsentience today too much, it will deplete me and drain me and I will be completely useless to my family. And that's who I live for. So spirit, can you please bring me the information through my clear hearing, my clear knowing, which is that clear cognizance and that clear speaking and that clairvoyance, basically all the other clairs. <laughs> um, and my clairsentience only bring it in if it's not going to drain me. Um, so you have that ability to work like that with spirit as well. You know, we never have to just like take what we get. It's a two-way communication and um, it's the beautiful thing about spiritual development. So unfortunately, you might have to get energy sickness a couple times while you're developing your clairsentience to understand how much you can take and how to taper it back. And that's all part of that learning journey as well, right? I'm just trying to spare you what took me years to understand, which is why I really want to do this podcast and this YouTube page. 
So that is like the good and the bad about Clarsentience from my experience. I think as a mediumship tool, it is incredibly powerful. And even though, you know, a lot of people perceive it to be less special because everyone is born with it. And from my YouTube page on my podcast, I'm doing air quotes right now. Um, yeah, everybody has it. But it's also for me, what I have seen, the information that comes through Clarsentience can sometimes be the most impactful in a reading, more so than like getting a name being able to bring through a personality um, or like describe this laugh that you hear, which is actually more clear audience, <laughs> but um, you know, being able to describe that like personality, even if it's like a stern personality that um, is not somebody that you would typically resonate with, that's magic in itself. So there's a lot of beauty to clairsentience. Um, and the more you develop it, um, the stronger it gets and the more confidence you'll get in it. And uh, it's really important to know too, when you're in a reading situation, um, everything that you feel is for your sitter, right? So a lot of times we get really wrapped up in our minds where we're like, oh, why do I feel like this? And you're all kind of bringing it back to yourself. When you're in that place of service, you just have to kind of trust that what you're feeling, the sensations that you're getting and the emotions that you're feeling are actually for your sitter. And the development part is going to be discerning are you perceiving this from spirit? Is this spirit's emotionals and feelings? Or is it your sitters? Is this more psychic? So that's all part of that development journey and that discernment that we get as we start to develop. Now, one of the beautiful exercises I love to give people for around your clairsentience development is psychometry. So psychometry is um, holding an object, right? So holding a picture, holding a piece of evidence. If you watch Hollywood medium Tyler Henry, that's how he operates is through psychometry. So he wants to like, can I hold something? And he will get information in that way. Now, he's so developed that he can probably pick and choose with Claire's. He, I know he's incredibly clairaudient, like he gets a lot of names. Um, but this is a beautiful way to get clairsentience because you're actually holding an object. Um, and there's a lot of emotions and energy tied to that. Um, so practicing psychometry, you can ask a pic your friend for a picture in an envelope um, and just hold it and see what information you get from it. Do you feel female? Do you feel male? Do you feel happy? Do you feel troubled? Um just write down like some very basic stuff and keep a checklist and then get them to validate it. Um, same with like holding your, like I have a bunch of my Nana's like tea, um, teacups. So sometimes when I want to feel close to her, or feel her energy, um, I just want to hold her teacup because that's what that offers me is that sensation. It's that loving feeling. And that's not your imagination. That's clairsentience. That's that lingering residual energy that's hanging off of there. And that's actually giving my Nana the opportunity to step forward and um, allow me to feel her love through that um, clear feeling energy center while I'm putting that intention through that teacup. And that's what I'm trying to achieve. So you can look up a little bit more information on psychometry if you're really interested in it, but that's a really good clairsentient um, exercise in developing it. The other one, which I mentioned earlier, is around um, tracking your emotions in linkage with the moon cycles. Um, just getting so aware, you know, the more you know, knowledge is power, the, the more aware you are on how your emotions play with that moon cycle and like with the, if you want to go even crazier, like getting into astrology, you'll be able to eliminate a lot of things as you're developing to give readings for other people. You're like, nope, this is definitely me. Um, and you'll also become more in tune with your emotions by doing that exercise and practice. And as you become more in tune with it, that clairsentience ability opens up. 
Um, and the other thing is just ground, protect, work on that sacral chakra. If you are interested in opening up this energy center for yourself, um, really pay homage and um, ceremony around that sacral chakra and um, start to get in tune with it a little bit more. So this is my podcast episode on clairsentience, um, one of my favorite clairs, and I hope you really enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, just email me at squamishmediumicloud.com. I'm on Facebook, squamishmedium.com, Instagram, squamishmedium, Facebook, squamishmedium. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and leave me a review on iTunes if you can, so people can find it. And um, I'm also on Google Play now. I figured that out. <laughs> and hopefully um, you enjoyed it. Thank you, everyone.